welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast, a place for you to listen and explore all things surrounding sex positivity. I'm your host, Rachel Main, sex therapist and educator, intimacy coach, awesome wife to my husband, Danny, board of directors member and team leader with Pure Romance, and best of all, a work from home dog mom to my favorite pups, Bane and Tater. After starting my Pure Romance business, I quickly learned how much sexuality education was lacking within my community and how much shame was placed on things like fantasies, masturbation, and sexual dysfunctions. I'm on a mission to make this world a more sex-positive place, and with this podcast, I hope to reach thousands of people. I'll bring real-life experiences to the surface and normalize them by offering a non-judgmental view. If you can get down with that, then tune in every Monday and let's change this fucking world. Okay, I already know what you're thinking. Playground sex ed? What could she mean by that? That sounds fun? Weird? I don't know. (laughs) Yes, playground sex education. How many of you can honestly say that you learned about sex when you were in the playground era of your life? Honestly, right? One of the most fascinating things that I ask people on a daily basis in my work as a sex therapist is how they remember learning about sex because how we learn about sex very much has a prominent effect on how that that sort of mentality carries through the rest of our life. So let me tell you the story about how little Rachel Busey learned about sex on the playground. So I'll never forget, I think I was probably in fourth or fifth grade and at the house that I grew up in, in Dearborn Heights, there was, there was my house, a few houses, and then this empty lot that had a, like a small little playground in it. And then, then the block continued with the rest of the houses. So us kids that lived on this block, that was our go-to spot because, I mean, how cool is it literally to have a block, a park right on your own block? So that was very much our hangout spot. I will never forget the day um, there was a tree there that was connected to the person's house behind it, but the tree was easy enough that you could climb the fence and then climb up onto the tree. And so it felt like we had our own little treehouse area. It was, you know, back then you feel super cool when you have your own little treehouse. So I'll never forget, there was a day, and I'm pretty sure, like I said, I think fourth or fifth grade, so pretty young in life, right? And me and one of the girls that lived on the street were sitting up in our tree talking about boys and school and things that young little girls talk about usually. And she decided to tell me what sex was. Now, I had never heard what, this was, I was literally mind blown. I could not believe what she was telling me. I felt, I was like, this is weird. This is bad. We shouldn't be talking about this. I was, you know, the rule follower little girl back in the day, still to this day, kind of a rule follower, (laughs) but also kind of like, I'm going to do what I want. Anyways. So she starts telling me, yeah, so my mom told me sex is when you put, well, sex is when the man puts his penis inside of your vagina. And I'm like, what is a vagina? (laughs) 
So I'll never forget this, you guys. This day, playground sex education, this is where it all went down. And after, you know, many, many emotions running through me, I felt, honestly, I'm going to say like a giddy little schoolgirl, but literally that's what I was at the time. But I felt like I, this just opened up a whole new world. Like I had this secret, top secret information that nobody else had. And I will never forget before we went home for dinner, we carved, I don't even remember what we used, but I remember the two of us carving the word sex in that tree as if it was like this timestamp on my life. Like here it is. I am engraving this in this tree. This is where I learned about sex. It was like this monumental moment. I'm not kidding. I will never, ever forget that. So I go home. I eat dinner. Mind you, I was raised by my father. My parents were divorced when I was two years old and my dad raised me. So having these sorts of conversations Even in a regular household where both parents are present, conversations about sex typically don't happen, um, and they typically don't happen at an elementary school age, back in the 90s anyways, and so I just remember, I, again, I just felt like I was on this high, I felt, I felt awesome knowing that I, you know, I knew something that not everybody at my school knew, and also, like, I just felt like, ooh, like this is bad. I can't, you know, I hope you understand what I'm saying. So super excited, but also like, ooh, I don't know. Like, what sh- what am I going to do with this information? Well, here's what I did with the information. <laughs> you can ask my dad. The number one complaint that little Rachel Busey got back in her elementary school years was that she talked too much every report card. I'm not even kidding. Every single report card. An A or an S for satisfactory, I think it was back in the day. But then always in the comment, talks too much. Hmm. Kind of funny that I'm literally recording a podcast now and am going to be a world-renowned speaker spreading sex positivity in the world. Hmm. Sorry, teachers, to break it to you, but my talking a lot has really paid off in life. So anyways, little Rachel that talks a lot decides to go to school the next day and start to share with all of her classmates that she knows what sex is. I just felt like this person, like just privy of this information, like, ooh, hey, hey, little Sarah, I know what sex is. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, little Henry, I know what sex is. You have a penis and I have a vagina. That's pretty cool, huh? Sex is how we were made. Get that? Yeah, sex is how we were made. We actually weren't delivered by a stork. I know, I know, I'm just as mind blown as you. So this playground sex education continued. I learned about sex on the playground uh, down the street from my house and then took this information and started educating everybody else on the playground at school. (laughs) Guess who got a note sent home that day? letting her dad know that she was telling all of her classmates what sex was. Yep. (laughs) So, oh, how awkward. Seriously, put yourself in my position. How awkward, first of all, for me, who feels like I am so special and awesome and cool that I know this information and I get to go and tell everybody else about it. 
And how awkward for my father <laughs> to pick me up from school that day and be notified that his little fourth or fifth grade daughter, just sweet little innocent child, was telling all the kids at school what sex was. And how embarrassing for him. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, those teachers were probably thinking, oh my God, what is this guy doing? What, what is her dad? Oh my gosh. I just, <laughs> I laugh about it now, but I can only imagine. Dad, if you're listening to this, I apologize for putting you into this situation. But hey, I turned out all right. So... I basically forced my father, if you will, to have a conversation with me about sex. Again, not your typical birds and the bees. I will remember him asking me at the dinner table, we're probably eating pork chops and macaroni and cheese. That was his go-to dinner for us. But I, I definitely was in trouble. I remember that. I remember, you know, being grounded. I guess that means like no TV or whatever that meant when you're, you know, in fifth grade in the 90s. But um, I remember he's like <laughs> asking, how did you learn about this? Who told you? Who told you what this is? And I was scared in that moment and pissed that I wasn't able to watch TV that night. And so I just spilled the beans. The girl down the street, I just let it all on the table. I know what it is. A man puts his penis in the vagina, and that's how a baby is born, and that's what sex is. And it was just, it was there. It was, here it is, Dad. Hope you're proud of me. (laughs) And I I just, I I wish I could remember exactly this this exact engagement with us, but um, I, I, I just, I wish I could remember more detail, but I can't. And I even just the other day, I saw my dad and I was like, hey, do you remember that time I got sent from school because I was telling all the kids what sex was and how pissed you were that it was the girl down the street that told me? And he's like, yeah, I remember that. No other information given. (laughs) But I remember he was pissed. He was so mad that this girl down the street, I wasn't allowed to hang out with her anymore. She was now a bad influence on Rachel and I, it just, it's crazy. But anyways, I remember having this conversation with my dad, this forced sexual health conversation, what is sex? I mean, not clearly, I already knew what it was. At least the girl gave me accurate information. Um, and again, babies don't come from storks. I, what? What? Oh my gosh. So the fact of the matter is why I'm talk I'm telling you this story is Yes, this very awkward situation for my dad, for me, for probably my classmates at school that then went home and told their parents that they learned what sex was at school. Now, Rachel being deemed the problem child at school, don't hang out with her. She's a bad influence. Um, What is the alternative to that? You know, what, what could have happened differently? How could I have learned about sex instead? One we could have, I could have been given bad information. I could have been given information that was not accurate, that was totally off the wall, like babies come from storks, just saying. Um, or maybe I would have stumbled upon a porn magazine. Yeah, that's realistic. Maybe I would have stumbled upon, let's say, Cinemax, late night TV, right? Seeing people have sex on the TV. It's on TV, it must be real. That could have gone badly. Maybe, and I'm going to get a little dark for a second, 
but maybe I would have learned about sex through trauma or molestation as a child. What are the alternatives? What are all the alternatives to us learning about sex? And when you think of it that way, that awkward conversation that we might have as parents or as a, an adult sibling or an adult family member with somebody in our families, yeah, that's awkward. I get it. It is very uncomfortable. I think most of you, if you're a parent, you're thinking like, how do I even bring up this conversation? And think, you know, speaking of that, thank you, dad. He didn't actually have a choice now that I'm thinking of it. I said I forced this conversation. No, my dad could have got that information from those teachers that day and, and just did nothing with it. He could have let that embarrassment sink in so bad and be like, well, I'm, no, 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 I'm not having this conversation with my fifth grade daughter. And he could have just not addressed it, honestly. I do remember, I do remember him telling me that sex is not something that we talk about as little girls. I do remember that. And sex is for something that you save when you are married and love someone. I remember that. Except, Dad, fact of the matter is, when I got into high school and everybody else is having sex besides me and they're not married, I start to to think on that a little harder. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, so what are the negative effects that, that could happen, you guys, if we are growing up and we don't know what sex is. As I mentioned, I know I don't want to get too dark on the podcast, but this is a very real thing. There are small children out there that their first experience with sex is through molestation or sexual abuse. They don't know what sex is, so when somebody is approaching them, teaching them about sex, and it is in a very wrong way, abusive way, what you know, what what do you what do we rather choose? Having the awkward conversation so that our kids are well informed and know, yes, what sex is, when it is appropriate and not appropriate to be talked about or to be had, that changes the game. Honestly, that really changes the game. And my work in both as a as a sex therapist, as an educator, that is, like I said, one of the most fascinating things that I get to ask the people that I work with. How do you remember learning about sex, right? There's some people I ask that question to and they're like, well, my parents told me that if I had sex that I would get pregnant and I didn't want to get pregnant so I never had sex. Well, we know now, <laughs> I hope you know now, that not every time you have sex will you get pregnant. I've had other people that their parents instilled the fear of of STDs and pregnancy and other things in them so hard that that's what deterred them from having sex. I had other people that learned about sex um, because they heard their parents having sex or have walked in on their parents having sex and that was either arousing to them or they were disgusted by it. And those two avenues, that can take you in two very different directions when it comes to your sexuality and how you are going to carry that on through your adult life. I have had other people that their first experience with sex was through sexual abuse or sexual trauma. And that could be with somebody that they know, somebody that they trust, or a complete stranger. 
I've had other people that I work with that have learned through sex through a very healthy conversation with their parents. Yes, they will say, it was awkward. I remember, you know, sitting in my room listening to my music and my mom comes in and was like, hey, little Susie, um, I just want to let you know there's this thing called sex and it's when two people are very intimate with each other and it doesn't have to be a man and a woman. It could be a woman and a woman or a man and a man. And that's okay, but this thing happens, and I just want you to be aware of it because people at your school might be talking about it, and I just want to know if you've heard about it or if you have any questions about it. And that's it. I think sometimes we think like, well, what do I tell them? What do I say? But really, it just is asking asking them, what, what do you know about sex? Have you heard about sex? Do you have any questions? These are healthy things that you can ask your child um, when it comes to bringing up this conversation. And what that does is lets them know now that you are a person that they can go to when these questions arise. Because the last thing you want them doing is going to the internet or going to porn or going to a Playboy magazine to learn about sex. Because guys, that's not realistic. That is not a realistic thing for them to, or a platform for them to learn about sex. So have the awkward conversations. Just honestly, buck up, take one for the team. If you're sitting here as a parent and you're like, well, when do I do it? Today seems like a good day. There's no time like the present. Because again, what are the alternatives? Wouldn't you rather your child and you yourself have accurate information about sex, wouldn't you rather offer them a non-judgmental lens? And let's say you're a parent of teens or adolescents right now, wouldn't you want them to come to you to let you know that you were having sex, or I'm sorry, that they were having sex, so that you can work with them and further educate them on the practices of safer sex? Perhaps if you have a daughter, you want to get her on birth control. Perhaps if you have a son, you want to provide him with a box of condoms. I don't know. You are the parent. I'm not telling you how to parent your children by any means. I hope I am just offering you a lens, a different way of looking at things when it comes to having these conversations. Again, I feel grateful that the information that I was given to on the playground was actually accurate information for a heterosexual relationship anyways. But I hope that then I had further conversations happen with my classmates and their parents. I don't know. (laughs) That was a long time ago. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this playground sex education. And as I said, my favorite thing to ask is how do you remember learning about sex? The story is different for everyone. I'm sure of it. Maybe similar in some ways. Maybe it was porn. But what do you remember about that exact porn? What do you remember about that exact conversation that somebody had with you? One way that you can help make this world a little bit more sex positive is reaching out to a friend today and asking them, how do you remember learning about sex? And how did that experience shape how you look at sex today as an adult? You never know the impact you can make on someone's life just by asking a simple question. Thank you so much for listening today and helping me change the world by spreading sex positive awareness. 
If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Rachel Main or check out my Linktree website in the show's bio for direct links to all my pages. You can also shop my Pure Romance store or become a Pure Romance business owner yourself by visiting pureromance.com slash Rachel Thank you again so, so much. Until next week, go out there and own your sexual self. Thank you.